one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it. Being aggressive, that means you are ready to attack. As I always point out, this doesn't mean you walk around with your chest puffed out, ready to bang heads with everyone around you. What it does mean is that you are going to get after it. You are going to move fast. You are going to think fast. You are going to outthink and outmaneuver the enemy. If I think the enemy is going to attack me, I'm going to attack them first. Greatness is not only talked about. It's about the work that you put in. It's about the work, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jared Gray with my guy, DDP, a.k.a. Nino Brown. What's up, my guy? It's been a while. Uh, between, you know, laptops crashing, cell phones breaking, I was kind of off the grid for like two, three days. I was on a milk box. KT was searching for me, so uh, I'm back. Uh, I'm catching up on as everything as I can, as, as fast as possible. Um, you know, we're going to be double dipping tonight, recording and getting things done. But it's nice to be doing some head-to-head. Next week, we're going to have our guy back, right? He, he He's back in the saddle, Mr. Russ. Silent Russ, we like to call him. <laughs> because he's, he, he's, he's been running from the background. He's been working a different shift and, you know, yeah. crazy for him. But um, we've I've been messing with him something fierce because, <laughs> you know, he's in, he's in, he's in our uh, fantasy group and – you know, like, listen, I ain't got a trade from you. You know, you almost got to from the league because if the commission doesn't get a trade off, well, we got problems. Right, so, yeah. Um, it, and I think he's still a little upset about, you know, what happened with uh, – Sanborn? I mean, he was a dude, and then now they brought in everybody except, you know, just kind of pushing to the back. So, yeah, it's, it is what it is, you know what I mean? So, it happens. It does, it does. Hey, real quick, I just want to shout out my guy – uh, Devin Grant, a Colorado Buffalo uh, linebacker, sent me a, a hoodie out there repping his, his gear. That's it's my guy. So be on the lookout for Grant and the Buffs uniform this year. I think he's going to do some some big things. Yeah, I'm excited for him, to be honest with you. I'm lo- loving the, the merch, too. It's pretty tight. I mean, Devin, where's where's mine? <laughs> well, I'll, talk, I'll talk to my man. I got All you. Right, bet. I bet. All right. So before we hop into this. You know, the bait we got here, this head-to-head, head you got the verses on the screen because we like to bump heads. Um, I got a couple topics I want to discuss with you. You're the IDP guy, right? Uh, I'm just the assistant. I came, yeah, <laughs> I, came in, I came in this year. You know, I'm the assistant to you, helping you out. And I, I, I've kind of grasped it a little bit. So let's let's talk about these, these headlines. I think the headlines, I think two of these are kind of big. Um, Atlanta trades a 23 23- Fifth round pick to Detroit Lions for former first round pick Jeff Okuda. Before we talk about it, this pretty much lines up that I think they're going DB in the first round. Yeah, it it, it definitely moves it that way for sure. Um, I mean, Witherspoon has got to be yeah, a Porter one of the two, one of the two I think. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if Porter gets that gets to them or not, but. Um, I think Witherspoon is a very good complimentary to, you know, their other guy. I'm just kind of in this weird spot for them. You know, how do you feel about it for Detroit and how do you feel about it for Atlanta? So I think for Atlanta, it was, it was a steal. 
you gave up a fifth to get a guy who was a first rounder, right? And maybe it's a win-win for both Akuda and the Falcons to change the scenery. Um, I know Dean was an avid Lions fan. He said, "Got to get him out of here." I, I understand he didn't live up to expectations. Obviously, injury and, and other things come into play. Um, but he still had that rookie contract, right? And, and you can still give the fifth-year option if, if things work out. So Atlanta kind of got—I think they kind of got a steal. In my eyes, and like Dino just said in the chat, win-win for both sides. They cut off, quote unquote, the cancer or whatever the problem was for them. They feel wasn't working out. I mean, here's here's my thing. I don't know how you call it a win-win. The dude had seventy-three tackles this year, bro. Seventy-three. The problem I think is 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 the getting along with the team, the defensive coordinator. I don't think I think there was a little hostility going on in there. I don't think everybody was seeing eye to eye. I, I, the only person it was a win-win for two people, and guess what? The Lions ain't part of it. It's Atlanta <laughs> and Jeff Okuda yeah. because giving up a fifth rounder, knowing you're going to get Okuda, at, and you're going hundred percent going to have the fifth the fifth year option, hundred percent make it cheap on you. Um, maybe even bring him in like, hey, you might get him a lot cheaper than you expect. I think it's an, a killer deal for, for Jeff Okuda. I, I'm I'm a fan. I, I love him. It sucks that he was injured in the beginning, but right. you, you can't you can't deal with injury. Like it's just gonna happen, right? I mean, the guy's got 124 tackles already. He's got, um, and almost all those are solos. I mean, he's got 21 assists, bro. Yo, so Dino, I love Dino. He's my guy, right? He's my my, my ride or die. But like he just said, Witherspoon over Akuda. I would take a guy proven over a guy who's not proven. Like. Come on, D. You got. I know you're the Lions. You know the the one pride is kind of taking over a little bit here. And it I is get, the one pride. That's that's the one pride aspect. I mean, and I love. I'm I'm a Jeff Okuda guy. Like I, he's, he's, he's I, I, only he's the only quarterback. Let's be real, in that class. He's probably the only quarterback I was going to take in the first round. Yeah. Now do I do I think I would have drafted him in the top five? No, but um, mid to late, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I listen. That secondary in Atlanta is, is looking nice, right? You got Grant. Hey, you got Grant. Yeah, he signed that other safety coming together, right? Bro. If they bring back Rashad Evans, that defense is stacked. Yeah, the I, I'm loving the corners. You know, obviously, it, what what they're doing in Atlanta is impressive. I mean, I, I'm I'm with it to be honest with you. I, I'm loving what Miami's doing. I, Atlanta has. Could go nowhere but up, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so seeing what they're doing right now, I'm, I'm loving it, to be honest with you. I expected this type of movement out of the Titans on the defensive side of the ball. I did not expect this type of movement out of the Falcons. I thought, if anything, they were going to go on the offensive side. But I think they're realizing that maybe it's going to take another year or two before they get all of their pieces in place on the offensive side. And the best way to stay in contention in a division that's kind of up in the air you know, if they can't score that many points, then you don't have to score that many more to win. Hey, I, I mean, that's the thing. Is that one, that's a division. I can't tell you who's going to win it. You're right. You just, it's, it's up in the air. It's a coin flip. Um, Now, this next topic, I know this hits home for you because this is one of your guys, right? And, and I said to you, and I said it to you before he signed, if they bring back Lamonte David, there's going to be problems because – Devin White was originally drafted to replace David. Be on him for a couple of years on the side of him, groom him, and then go. And I honestly thought they were going to let David go. That was a big check they cut him for one-year deal, right? And 
Now White's like, nah, dude, I'm a, I'm on my fifth year of the option. We're obviously not seeing eye to eye on a contract extension, so I'm requesting a trade. And he requested a trade this morning from Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What are your thoughts? Oh, so here's my thing. How pissed are you if you're the the Bears, knowing you signed and nothing against my guy Russ Tremaine Emmons, but if you could have got Devin, you know, if you could have got White instead of Edmonds. So, for some reason, things pop up in my head, right? Like, last year, my guy Belichick threw the Buccaneers a bone with Shaq Mason. I, I can give you I can give you 10 teams right now that would take Devin. Bro, no, no, I'm not saying take him. Right. I'm talking about throwing bones out here. He threw them a bone by giving them Shaq Mason last year. A straight bone. We needed offensive linemen in New England. He gave them a top lineman but for peanuts. Like, I think it was a sixth-round pick. Hey, hey, how about you return a favor? We'll pay a little extra than a sixth-round pick. I'll take Devin White in New England, bro. You let that dude blitz behind Judon? <laughs> dude, let, let's make this list real quick, right? <laughs> Love New England. Yeah. The Bills. The Jets. The, we're just right here in Miami. The, yeah. the entire division. AFC East. Everyone. The entire division that he's currently in. Carolina. Yeah, him and Shaq Thompson together. Atlanta doesn't know exactly who their top dog is right now because Rashawn Evans isn't. There, right? Right, right. You know, the Saints, who who knows? The Titans, the Texans, the Seahawks with their injuries. I mean, the, the list is massive. Bro. The hey, Steelers. The Seahawks. The Seahawks is ideal, right? Because Brooks is hurt. Going to be probably mid-year before he comes back to being in, in like, you know, full shape. Could you imagine those two together? Right, but that would be at the end of the year. Right, so so you could put put uh, White on a, hey, listen, you're in your fifth year. We'll trade for you. I'm going to put you on a prove-it deal. We'll throw a little incentives in the package because we traded for you. You hit this many tackles, we'll, 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 we'll fatten the bag. But you hit this mark, and we'll give you an extension before the season's over, right? But if not, he does his thing in Seattle, puts himself on the board, and the, then he the only reason the bag. The only reason I don't think it's a thing is if Levante if David's pushing him out, you, Burke's going to be the same way. So he wants to be the guy. You know, where Patrick Queen, he's okay with being where he's at because you ain't overstepping Roquan. So, and he got better because Roquan got there. Um, he ain't going I, to Pittsburgh because they got Cole Holcomb. Bro, Cole Holcomb ain't a quarter of the linebacker, Devin White. I'm sorry, bro. A quarter? A quarter. But you're nuts. His health alone. You, you can't say he's not a quarter of them, bro. Come on. The health alone. You're, you're telling me You're telling me that he's a top 25 linebacker. I think he's going to be a top 25 linebacker this year. 100%. In that system? Dude, he was a – before bro, he got hurt. Bro, give me a linebacker that's been elite in that system the last five years. Well, T.J. Watt's a linebacker, right? No, he's a defensive he's, that's not what they put him at. No, so so uh, as we're talking about IDP, yeah, I know, or a linebacker. I he, know what he is. Edge. Okay, what's he in our league? He's edge. He's an edge, right? <laughs> yeah. So he's not a linebacker. As a as a middle linebacker, right? These center linebackers in that system in a in a three four, he's a middle linebacker. You're telling me. That there's been a linebacker there, and we can go through the list, by the way. No, nah, it's been as mentioned Joey Porter and Kevin Green. Okay, so again, you well, can't no, say that. What's system. his name? What's no. his name? 
There was a guy who went to New England. James. James. Crazy dude. Bald head. Harrison? Yeah. yeah. Edge. Not a linebacker. He played linebacker, bro. No, he did not play middle linebacker. He played, he played defensive tackle and defensive end. Put the outside linebacker. No, bro. Dude, we're, let, let's just go through Miles Jack, Joe Schobert, uh, Devin Bush, who was in that group. He played right? linebacker. I had a good, yeah, I'm, I'm naming guys that's played in the middle that that they've had recently that have done nothing. Oh, well, yeah, nothing. Well, you know how we feel about Bush. That's why I'm tell you, I'll tell you what. Bathroom bet right now. Your boy Holcomb's not a top 25 linebacker. I'll take that. I bet. That's fine. It's gonna be the second easiest bet I've had this year. The, so you're gonna the, lose the, the, AR the, bet. The, the you first lost one, that bet. <laughs> the, the first one was an easy one bet. So I'm gonna tell you that right now. Not the AR. AR you lost. That's, that's oh gone. yeah. I don't know about that. It's not over yet. But it's over, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. But I've got another bet. It's a hundred dollars saying that um Kyle Trask was gonna throw 550 passes this year. He might not even throw one. So I mean, yeah, I'm he good. might not even throw one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. One last headline I want to touch on before he's not breaking on the NXFL. Uh, is uh, we talked about clutch rushes, Buffalo Bills, you know, how Edmonds is gone, whatever. But uh, I read this morning that they are in the process of re signing defensive end Shaq Lawson. Uh, what are your thoughts there? Uh, I like Shaq Lawson, I think he's a good veteran presence. I, I think they need to get better, you know, in general. I think they're a, def- a really good defensive team. But my, my one issue with the Bills is they're, they're staying old, yeah, like, yeah. Get, they're not getting younger, they're not getting younger in the back end, they're not getting younger in the middle. Right, and they're definitely not getting younger in the front. Uh, they're probably that's their youngest spot, and they're still not getting younger. So, uh, it's it's cheaper to pay older guys. I mean, we'll we'll go with that. But uh, Shaq Lawson's pretty headstrong and steady. Yeah, you know, I'm okay with it. He's not a guy I'm like gonna play an IDP though. No, 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 not, not at all. I think the yeah. Shaq Lawson deal is bring keep the veteran guy there. And I had, I wrote about it in um Justice's league. I did the IDP league with him. Uh, or was it, I think it was Dwight when we were talking about things. I I think Kalias Cansey is a good fit for Buffalo this year because you got an old vet, right? You got a young buck. He's I just throw it out there because everybody talks about it. he's got kind of like the comp to Aaron Donald school speed, you know, size. Uh, but they rotate a lot, whether it be linebackers, whether it be ends. Very much so. And I think that would be perfect kind of fit for him. Maybe the Ravens. I, I I don't know if they'll he'll be there at that at their draft pick. I think he's going to go kind of high in the first round. I just think the hype is there. Um, but I think he's a good fit in Buffalo. Uh, and, and the way they rotate, I, I think he could have a stellar first year if you know he was the guy over there. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Uh, I, I I would love to see him there to be honest with you. I mean, there's this defensive line class is ridiculous. So, yeah. I mean, it's I I had a guy I liked earlier in, in Iaki Saya Iaki. But he's a nose tackle, and it's it's kind of have to go for a team that's really looking to plug the middle, just pretty much yep. for run stopping. So I, I feel he's going to fall uh, later, probably early third round. When you know mid season last year, they were talking about him being a, an early second round pick. So yeah, all right, let's get into this XFL. Boomer, take us away. You know, all right, let's get straight to it. Obviously, the I would say the darlings. In the St. Louis Battlehawks, yeah. right? And I, if it wasn't for the Battlehawks, I don't. I was just going to ask you this: If it wasn't for the Battlehawks, do you think the XFL, you know, with the, including AJ McCarron, 
would have has been success, uh, sorry, as successful as they really have been this year? Because I just uh, so I don't he know. Was, it's just, he, it's he, a, he was their guy, you know. For the mean? first three, four weeks, yes, it was the AJ McCarron story. How he turned down NFL deals and he was winning games. But I think now it's changed. After like week four, you you had the you know um, it was the defenders, right? I hadn't lost a game in in two two seasons in the XFL. Obviously, they lost one now. Um, then now you're starting to see um, the last two three weeks. It was the Abe Smith show, right, going off. Now, just this week alone, it was Abe Smith against Philip Lindsay. Josh Gordon is is, is kind of doing his thing, right? Um, ja- Akeem Butler has been going off lately, and he was a college dude that I know me and you both love coming out of college. Yeah. So I, I think A.J. McCarron kept them afloat, but I think a lot of these other guys now have solidified their name with the XFL, and it, now they're getting actual fans. Like, I, I want to see Abe Smith go off. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. They bought 45,000 people in a stadium recently. So, I, that, I, yeah, that's impressive. That's what we want to see. I, I want to see another football program, you know, really shine, you know, and that's all we need is fans to, yeah. hey, yeah. if you can get football, you get football. And that's what it means. Don't be upset it's not the NFL. Just be happy you got football. And what I, I like is the fact that some of the rules and things that they're doing, NFL fans are kind of liking and they're tweeting about it and they're putting it on social media. So, the product's getting watched, right? And yeah, they're liking what they're seeing. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, let's get right to it. CJ Avery, Vipers, um, seven tackles, four solo tackles. Uh, Kayvon Walker, uh, five tackles, two solo tackles, and a sack. Defensive end there. Maurice Smith, four tackles, two uh, two solos, a uh, half sack, and interception. I mean, I got to give it to Smith, bro. Like, right. yeah. I mean, absolutely dogging. All, all year, he's kind of been hard – like in our group that were like, you know, hot guys that we really expect to play very well this season. And he's just showing up every week for the Vipers. It sucks that they haven't been very great because they have the coldest uniforms to the whole group. <laughs> and I, I love their uniforms. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, they're my favorite uniforms, the XFL. So I, it's just one of those things. Uh, Battle Hawks with two linebackers. And we talked about it early in the season, you know, the linebackers just weren't showing up and the defense now cornerback were. <laughs> Now we got two guys just absolutely dude in it. Um, nine tackles, two solo tackles for Willie Harvey. Travis uh, Feeney, uh, eight tackles, five soloists, and a sack. This is what I want to see out of the guys. I really want to see the linebackers finally step up, you know, but with as much spread and run as we're seeing, but we're seeing a lot closer scores, you know, you know single-digit games. and uh, So you're seeing the linebackers really step up lately, and that's pretty cool to watch me. Yeah, uh, I think the last couple of weeks been great linebacker play, and um, week seven and week eight, we're starting to see these big fellas, the big the big guys are starting to get a little handsy, starting to get their hands on the ball, you know, tip passes, interceptions, and they're starting to eat in the backfield. There's a lot of big fellas that are getting one sack, one and a half sacks, two sacks this week. I got them on the dock, and it's like, hey, all right, you know, the first couple of weeks, like we said, it was it was a secondary game. There was picks, right? Safeties were flying around the backfield. It was big hits. Linebacker started coming around, and, and now I feel like, like, like we said, the product is there, and these guys are kind of getting in their own, filling their niche, and they're starting to ball out. And a, a lot of close scores. There was only one game uh, in Week Eight where it was like big points, thirty-four, thirty-three. I think it was right. That was um one of the games this week. But everything else was within like two, three points. So the competition's good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. To be honest with you, All right, real quick, we're gonna just throw a little quick ad out there. We'll, be, we'll get right back to the content. 
This episode was brought to you by Toilets Titles. Um, if you like this episode and you like the content you're watching, give us a like, give us a subscribe on YouTube, check us out on the Twitter at, at Toilets Titles, and also on the webpage, toiletstitles.com. We have find the articles, our player profiles, you know, we have our, our player rankings from the top 100. Also, check out CFB Nation uh, at, at the CFB Nation on the Twitter and on the YouTube. Hit that bell, subscribe, get those alerts. Uh, we appreciate you, and right back to the content. All right, we're right back at it. Go, go get the subscribe, hit that bell, get those notifications. Um, we're gonna get into Arlington Renegades versus the Orlando Guardians. Uh, this was uh kind of like the uh, bottom of the battle teams uh, in the XFL. You know, Guardians are one and seven, Arlington's kind of you know, Renegades four and four. Uh, the Renegades won this game 18 16. Uh, three guys in the Renegades I wanted to highlight. Uh, we've been talking about this guy you know, for weeks now. Uh, that's linebacker uh, Donnell Sankey. He had eight tackles, three solo tackles, and a, a half a sack. I got to think at some point at the end of this year, some team's going to give him an invite, camp invite. It's got it. People need in depth at linebacker, right? Yeah, I like him. I mean, he he shows up every week. I mean, yeah. come to work. That's all I need you to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, the product every week, he's four, five, six tackles, right? He's getting a couple solo tackles. And if he doesn't get you know, a sack or his hand on the ball, he's getting a tackle for loss. So I, I think Sankey's going to be a name that you're going to hear about this year in the NFL. I'm not saying he's going to be a dude. But he's gonna, you're gonna be like, oh, oh, second quarter, Sankey's in there, you know, filling in for somebody. I think you're gonna see him. Uh, another guy for the Renegades, Joel Powell, safety, four tackles, four solo tackles. My man had a nice pick. Uh, it was like a like 15 yard return. So I like to see uh, Joel Powell get out. Any any secondary guy getting his hands on the ball, I'm all about it. And then we got Will Clark, defensive end, three tackles, two solo tackles, and he had two sacks. I love the big man eating, right? Renegades got that big guy in the edgy. And like I said, it seems like this week was a big guy theme. Uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit more about them as we continue. Now, for the for the Guardians, one and seven, it's, it's really hard to find some positives, right? Um, They're on the field a lot defensively. But uh, Naheem Hosen, DB uh, for the Guardians, he had seven tackles, three solo. And then defensive tackle Gerald Willis, he had two tackles, a solo tackle, and a sack. So, those are the positives on the Guardians. I mean, they're kind of searching for positives every week. Maybe next year they can turn it around, or maybe they can end the year on a positive note, go on a little run. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Jack? Uh, you know, it's good that they just kept it close, 16-18, really close score. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm always going to refer Arlington because Stoops. <laughs> yeah. But um, I want to see the Guardians at least just end well. I mean, right. there's always going to be that one team. And Orlando was just that one group, to be honest with you. Uh, I just, it's just tough to watch them right now because they're just not offensively. There's they're, they're rough to watch. Right. So defensively, they're staying in it, and that's what you hope for. So agreed. All right, take us to the next one. All right. So obviously, Houston Roughnecks. Again, if, if I ever owned a football team, it would be the Roughnecks. I, I, I probably said this three times during this thing. I, I absolutely love the Roughnecks. Like it's, it's my favorite name. Um, they're obviously on my my favorite group. San Antonio Brahmas, you know, obviously that's – I feel bad for my guy, The Rock, because right. he needed this team to play better, and they're two and six. Yeah. And, and another close game, 17 to 15, you know, really tight game. Uh, but uh, Tavante Beckett from the Roughnecks, 14 tackles, four solos, dude just living around the ball. Uh, Khalif Pr- <coughs> Bryce, 10 tackles, uh, three solos. Uh, Trayvon Mason, defensive tackle, three tackles, two solo tackles, and interception from the big guy, 
the big guy right in the middle. Yeah. Um, I'm loving that dude. Like <laughs> his athletic ability, you know, and if maybe we'll get to see some of that, I, he's a guy that I'm definitely wanting to call. If we just keep looking at Mason's tape, he, he's athletic, man. He, yeah. he doesn't belong, you know, in this group. He just stands out to me every week. Uh, William likely we've, he, he's likely to get called. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> like every single week we're talking about this guy. So I'd like to know if he's actually related to Isaiah. Time. Yeah. So that would be interesting. We've got to find out. Um, three tackles, a solo tackle, an interception, half sack. Listen, if you're putting those numbers up every week, I mean, I, I got to know. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> half these guys are at least worth a camp call. And that's what I really want to see. Um, because they're coming in healthy too. They're coming yeah. in, you know, they're coming in with, you know, no dust on them. They, they could come in and blow somebody out of the water because they've been getting after for eight, 10 right. weeks. Exactly. They're so, in shape. They're ready to go. Yeah. So I would love to see, I would love to see that go basically right in, you know, until right after the draft. That way you can really see something out of somebody. But uh, the Brahmas, Sean Williams, uh, you've been on Sean Williams this whole time. Like he's one of the guys you're talking about. So I, the fact that I get to take this one from him is awesome. Six tackles, three solo tackles. Uh, Jack Corner, Oof, my guy. Five, five solo tackles, an interception, 51 yard touchdown or return. No, no, just return. Yeah, just return. I'll, I mean, still balling though. Yeah. Uh, Delonte Scott. I don't know how many times you brought up Scott. I, I bet he's five though. Five of the eight weeks, I think we've talked about Scott, and you know, two tackles, two solos, and a sack from the linebacker those aren't crazy numbers by any means um but corner is just getting it like every single week he's he brings out at least one big play and he has at least five tackles i think every week yeah and they're almost all solo every yeah. week i don't know how this guy's not in the nfl all right he's an iowa guy right iowa corners i just I'm, i love iowa corners they're physical they're fast right they, they're like a missile out there they'll, they'll throw their body around that's just how he plays in the XFL, man. I, I, the first two weeks, I was like, yo, Dino, what's up with this guy? He came out of Iowa, bro. Like, why is this guy not in the show? He plays hard. He, he got high motor. You can see that he reads the field well. Like, I, I think he's going to be – with the, the guys that we're saying we think we can make the NFL, I'm not saying these guys are starters. But everybody That's needs defense. depth. Yes, exactly. You know, get your shot. You know, you're going to need depth. People need depth. So you run a you, you run a cover two. You run a nickel format. You need extra DBs. You guys are secondary. I think these guys can make it. Another guy that I like is um the defenders is uh, my guy Mikey Joseph. Right, he, I always talk about him. He has picks, touchdowns. He's always around the ball. I think you know Corner Joseph likely. I Sim, uh, Sim, I think all those guys could get a shot. You know, to get to camp. Yeah, I'm not asked for much. I just want to see them get on get on a, a roster. And the thing is, it would be good for the XFL. Like, you know what? If these guys wouldn't, you know, have their shot if it wasn't for us. And yeah. if they basically become the NFL Europa, basically, from back in the day, um, they, they could be the farm system. And I'm okay with that. The You know, Major League has, you know, A, AA, AAA. Why can't oh, yeah. we take, you know, the USFL – Take the XFL, put them together. Let's be a farm system and have fun with it. You know, one be. I mean, right now I would tell you the XFL is a little stronger. Um, we're gonna see what the USFL comes, but kind of, kind of with this one right now. KT, my man, CFB Nation, let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it. I think that you know the XFL. Um, 
and the USFL should easily be a farm system. I mean, look at the USFL last year, right? Kevante Turpin, he got a deal, and he's still on the Cowboys, and he was a good special teamer, and he played some wide receiver on the offensive side when, when people got injured. So, Walker, so. right? You can make the show, and you can you can have longevity. You know, some people just don't get that opportunity to get that stage, and they're giving you that stage and that opportunity. So, uh, I'm I'm all about it. I, I think what they're putting out there is great, like we had said before. Uh, we got one last game: uh, DC Defenders versus the Seattle Sea Dragons. Uh, defenders seven and one, Sea Dragons five and three. This was the high scoring, right? You know, we had 67 points in this game. The defenders snuck out another W, uh, 34 to 33. On the defender side, uh, we spoke about, I think, all three of these gentlemen multiple times. Francis Bernard, middle linebacker, six tackles, three solo. My guy, Mikey Joseph, once again, six tackles, four solo. He didn't have any turnovers, no picks, nothing like that. But my dude is consistently around the ball, right? He just lives around the ball. I think this dude could play. I think he could actually be a starter in the NFL. I'm not saying DB1, but I think he could play, you know, in cover two packages, playing nickel. Uh, I think he could be a DB2 for somebody. I think you're going to hear Mikey Joseph's name uh, this year in the NFL for teams. Like I said, people need depth. You need special teamers. This is a guy. He gets it done every week. Another guy on the defenders is Joseph Wallace. Again, big man eating. Defensive tackle, three tackles, one solo, and an INT. Jerry, that's three gentlemen, three big gentlemen that had picks this week for the XFL. I'm loving the big man, you know, winning. Yeah. Big men winning. Yeah, that's right. yeah, awesome. I love it too. Seattle Dragons got three guys as well. Uh, the Sea Dragons got this is the name I gave you Quintero. last times. Yeah, Quintero Cole, DB, eight tackles. Five solo. He's at the bottom of the screen. Number 44. Got them dreads hanging. He's a dude. Uh, we also got Trey Walker, linebacker. Eight tackles. Four solo and a half sack. And then Clarence Six, linebacker. Three tackles solo and a sack. So those are all the games this week for the XFL. Week eight. Uh, it's in the books. Like we get that. The defenders riding out in the first place. I'd like to see that they're splitting up the games. They did two on Saturday and two on Sunday this past week. Um, I haven't seen football on Sunday unless it said NFL. Right, so it's nice to see that, that you know they're just it, taking over the weekend. Right, that football never stops. Pretty soon, college football will be there this week. I got I got BC spring game coming up on Saturday, so it just football's forever. Um, yeah, all the spring games coming up. So yeah, is you know shout out you know he's in the chat. Shout out KT. Shout out Dino grinding. I know you know KT was just in uh, NC State right for the spring game. Dino was just a wizard. He's a director of media opportunities that he just, I don't know what he does, how he gets it done, but my man just gets it done. Hey, I, we're just going to call it, is, you know, we've got a few different names for Dino right now, but do it now is what he's doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, all it takes is one, like, hey, I need you to do this now, and he does it now. And yeah, so, Dino. Yeah, yeah that, that, I called him Dino the day he joined Toyota's titles, and that shit stuck, and he lived right up to the hype. I, I love it. Uh, it's just to get it done because he just gets it done. You never have to ask twice. If you ask twice, you know, he's already given you an answer before you can finish saying it. So I love it. Um, you know, we got, we got, um, I believe Moon is going to be out of Virginia Tech this week. I think he's doing that spring game. Um, we're going to try to get you out to, you know, a spring game close to you. I got, yeah, I got BC, Syracuse, UConn, UMass all lined up. It's going crazy. Me, me, Coach KT got uh, an episode Thursday with you know continuing that mock draft going on that next round for OTC. Um, and then we're gonna 
me and you about to drop a nice P2P special uh, on Friday. When we talk about, you know, a lot of changes going on in Wisconsin, we're going to see uh, what the Badgers are going to be doing this year. There's a couple of names I think you guys are going to want to be keep locked in. Um, Jerry, what, what do you got to say to the people at home? Yeah, I'm just happy that, you know, we're, we continue to do this. I, I'm just, I hope you guys enjoy the content. I understand the XFL is, you know, not the NFL, but we're getting football right now. We're getting talk, all kinds of trades. Uh, we're one of the only IDP shows that continues to give you props every week. And I hope you follow TTT. We're growing every single day faster and faster and faster. Uh, the CFP Nation, you know, this group together is just an absolute powerhouse right now. And since we're here, we're, we've hit 1,000, you know, we're, we're 1.2 and, and growing. Um, I just want you guys to know that I'm going to raffle off a jersey to one of our subscribers. Uh, I, me, we might as well make it two. If, let's go with IDP and let's go with the fantasy football side of TCUT. And if we get CFB Nation to 1,000 soon, I'll do another um, college football jersey. So three jerseys coming up. Um, but you got to follow, you've got to subscribe, you've got to comment on, you know, for IDP, give me your, you know, your underdog guy. Like I just, in one of our chats and, you know, hit us up and I'll put you in the raffle. So, yeah, you, you got to stay locked in between total to titles and CFB Nation. There's so much content. I know we got so many interviews lined up. I got Reese, uh, Kendrick Reese Cano coming up. I got Isaiah uh, Smith Flores from Nebraska Titan coming up. Um, I got Terrell Bradshaw Jr. He's a three-star. Um, he's he's in high school right now. He's a senior. He's making his decision within the next couple of weeks where he's going to go. Uh, I know Dino has been locking down some big names for me. Uh, I got Oregon State Damian Williams. He locked down for me just today. He's got, we got Nigel it, Smith coming up. Nigel Smith. Let's go coming up. We've got um, another kid out of Ada uh, who owns the freshman high school long jump. Or sorry, uh, uh, not long jump. Uh, broad jump record. As a junior. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, big, big. We got Eric Froten coming on me with me and Coach. We're going to be doing uh, NFL draft props. So just, just hit that bell on both sides. CFB Nation's at 399 subscribers on YouTube. 1.2 for T2T. Just keep keep following us. Keep hitting the bell. Tell all your friends. Right. Can we get to 500 by July 1st? That's all yeah, We get to 500 by July 1st. And uh, I'll give the 500 subscriber for CFB Nation. A signed mini helmet of your choice. That's what's up. All right. So that was a great episode. Boomer, take it away. Hey, until next week. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah.